everyone, and welcome to the Glitch Text Rewatch podcast. I'm your host, Angela Ensminger, and I am very happy to have all of my wonderful guests on the show this evening. Tonight, we're talking about the new recruit, one of my favorite episodes, because Ridley has returned, and she's great. And with me today are Eric. Hello, Eric. Welcome back. Yay! I'm so happy to be back with this awesome group of amazing people today. And I'm going to talk like a robot all day. <laughs> Please <laughs> do! That would be rad. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Yes, and everyone knows who Eric is, but just in case you're brand new, you've never heard of Glitch Sex, somehow you've stumbled across this podcast. Eric is co-creator, co-executive producer, of the show. So we're very happy to have you back on the show, Eric. Thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Me and my partner, Dan Milano, also co-creator and executive producer. Excellent. Excellent. And then we also have first time guest on the show, Molly. Welcome, Molly. Hello. Thank you for having me on here, Angela. I'm super excited. I was on the network team for Glitch Text. I started as the third executive and I believe I ended as the EIC thanks to Eric and Dan. I got my <laughs> first EIC credit ever. Yay! <laughs> to have it anywhere else would have been a sham because this is, I love, love, love Ridley and I love this episode so I'm excited to be here. Awesome. And then we have returning guest Emma. Welcome back, Emma. Hi, good to be back, Angela, and to see all these lovely faces that I haven't seen in so long. I'm Emma, and I was a production coordinator on Glitch Checks. Glad to have you back. And then also with us, first time guest as well, Miche is here. Hello, Miche. Hooray. Hello, thank you for having me over. This is exciting. I've never been on a podcast before, so this is intense. But I can do it. You can do it. You, you got this. It, we we got your back. Oh my God, guys. Thank We're yes. all here. Yes, you can totally do it. You're doing great. And tell oh us as well, what did you do on the show? Yeah, so I was a background painter for the show, which was exciting. The paint team was great. And gosh, I was exciting to see like the final product and it didn't disappoint. I was so excited. <laughs> Very cool. And living color and living color. So Molly, yeah. so we'll start with you since you're one of our new guests as well. What did your job entail? What is an EIC for those at home who are wondering, what is that? What would that job be? So I helped oversee, I guess, the creative side of production. We give feedback from premise to final mix. Sitting in the final mixes were some of my favorite moments with this team, with Eric and Dan and Ian just hanging out, watching the final product. You know, it's giving that feedback of like, can we make this noise a little me less metallic? I can't quite hear the vocal. <laughs> uh, she's underselling herself. <laughs> I mean, the EICs, are, it's such an uh, awesome, well, how should I put this? It's vital, it's the vital position because as creators, you're so forest from the trees kind of thing, you know, you're just in it all the time and you just need perspective. And to have an EIC in that position that can come in fresh eyes and look at the project and say like, hey guys, did you not notice this? Or is this character's arc here? What is happening within this episode? Stuff that we might be missing. They definitely come in and give us perspective. And we've been super fortunate to have amazing EICs on Glitch Text. Like Molly said, we had about three of them and they've all been great. And Molly came in just with this cheerleader attitude of wanting to make something awesome. And so that's why she became a member of our family. Yeah, the first episode I remember, thank you, Eric, by the way, I'm going to replay this for anyone who ever asks <laughs> what I do, because that was substantially better and kinder description than what I usually no, use. Yeah, you do more than just sound effect kind of thing. I mean, she's on top of it and really kind of guides us through from beginning to end. I'm blushing. But yeah, I was going to say I started on Glitch Text as the third exec there's the exec in charge, then usually there's a second for things like looking at assets. And I got to be the third on Glitch Text because Glitch Text is a big old show and needed the, the extra set of eyes on assets, et cetera. 
But the first episode I started on was Buds, which I don't think we've gotten to yet in the order. Yeah, we just oh, did, we that. did Did yeah. you do it? I was like, I because we flipped the order. So I'm just of how they ended up airing on Netflix. So I'm mm -hmm. like, have you hit Buds yet? Yeah, so. we just recorded that actually on, I believe it was on Tuesday night. Ah, so Buds was my first. Um, <laughs> I came in for the first animatic for that and my socks were basically blown off and I was like okay this is <laughs> this is the show that I work on now this is awesome <laughs> so yeah that was my kickoff point and it only got cooler and more intense and more awesome and I've started playing more video games after working on this show 100%. <laughs> That's excellent so now you're deeply immersed in the world and all things related so wonderful wonderful thank you Molly and then Emma let us go over to you so production coordinator you've been on our show before so we've gotten to hear about what you do and how you organize things but what was it about this episode in particular that you went "Ooh, I want to join in on this one. The reason why I picked this one was because just the insanity of it all. It was a beast. I remember in the boards, so many designs, so many, so much action, so many characters that we're seeing on screen at the same time. I mean, the battle that happens at the climax of the episode was like the longest that I've ever taken to do my job because it was frame by frame, making sure you're counting the dozens of characters on screen at the same time. And I just love this episode. It's just a feast for the eyes. It's just like eye candy of action and all the fun stuff that I love the most about working in animation. So that was why I wanted to be a part of this one. And can I just say that every time I see Emma, when I would see Emma, that smile on her face always made me feel good. She always has a big <laughs> smile on her face. And the production team, I mean, they don't get enough credit. They carry so much of the load of the show. And these guys consistently always had our back. And they would catch things that we wouldn't catch. And if it wasn't for them, we just couldn't make a show like this. Oh, thank you. That's awesome. So thank you. Thank you, Eric. And thank you, Emma. And then Miche. Again, welcome to the show. So tell us, background painting and all that's entailed with that, making sure that everything just looks beautiful and painted, that, that there's actually backgrounds to look at in full color. What was that experience like for you? It's funny because I was actually doing layout before I did this. Out of nowhere, I got the email being like, would you like to try out and like take a test? And I'm like, yeah, I like color. Let's do this. And I did. And it was great. And I remember when they sent me the test, they sent me the animatic with it for like the first episode, I think. And I was just like, I have to get on the show. No matter what, I'm going to spend uh. like a thousand hours, even though I can't, but I will spend a thousand hours to finish this test just to get on the show. But yeah, it was a treat working with Scott. The art director was amazing. The team was just so good. And I don't know, just being surrounded by so much talent, you just had to walk in there and own it and just like work hard every day. And you turned out again, so good. And own it, she did. Own it, she oh, did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna just compliment everybody because our team is the best, period, <laughs> man. Good. You know, these guys definitely owned it. I think, Miche, originally you were an intern at Nick, is that correct? Yep. Ah, yeah, that's right. I, I remember uh, you were an intern there and then she came in, but just kind of owned her position. So, and you hadn't done color before that job? I did. Um, I mean, super like freelance, I guess, but it was like color styling. It wasn't necessarily full on like backgrounds. So it was really scary, but like Scott trusted me, the team, just everybody, you know, like yeah. being to go from like, that. you know, sort of kind of doing color to like full throttle glitch text yeah. color. That's, yeah. a, oh my that's God. a huge yeah. leap. That's a huge leap. So congratulations. Yeah. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> that's awesome. And really inspiring too, just to hear of, you know, you went in and you said, you know what? Yes, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm yeah. going to do my best. Let's try. <laughs> good job. Good job. And then Eric. I know you love every episode. I know every episode is great, but what is it about the new recruit that really this is like a big awesome sandwich filled with like layered and layered of awesomeness right because 
You have such great characters. We got Ridley that came back, played by Ashley Birch. And of course, Monica Ray, I mean, is just awesome in this episode. Ricardo, everybody just kind of came in and brought their A-game as far as voice actors, which really inspired the board artists to really kind of take their stuff to the next level. And, you know, I got to say that our team in general, it's almost like they were battling themselves. They were like, whatever I did last, I'm going to just destroy that and make this one better. And we just kept telling them, guys, you guys don't have to like animate the entire thing. We got animators who are going to do this for you. But these guys would come in and just want to own it. I mean, they really wanted to own a piece of it in a way that they can show the animators like, this is exactly what I want. Now just take it to the next level, right? And they definitely did that throughout. Our director, I believe it's Chris Graham, our supervising director on this, Jay Woo Kim, Ian, all of us, uh, you know, Dan, uh, we all constantly got, you know, our hands dirty with these episodes. And, but it wasn't hard because once somebody just kind of showed us what they were doing, it inspired us to get in there and want to just kind of add to whatever they were cooking up. I love it. I love all of it. <laughs> in short, <laughs> it's a delicious sandwich. <laughs> all right, we're about to we're about to embark on chowing down this delicious sandwich. So I'll go ahead and read off the summary according to Netflix. So for the new recruit, Ridley resurfaces with a newfound desire to become a glitch tech. Miko and High Five are delighted, but they have no idea she's hiding something. Dun dun dun. So <laughs> folks at home, here is how we do it. So we have the episode queued up in Netflix to the zero, zero, zero mark. So on the count of three, not before, not after, but right on three, I will hit play so that all of you at home can also watch the episode along with us and we'll watch it, we'll talk about it, you'll get to hear behind the scenes and we'll also talk about things as they're going on because I love this episode, it's bananas. So everyone at home, queued up. Here we go. One, two, three. There we go. And we have Netflix Ba-ba. logo. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, this, this thing, <laughs> I, I love how this turned out by the way, just that opener. Like uh, again, we were just kind of like, oh my gosh, we need to do something for this. And we quickly put that together. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all were amazing pulling those alphas for that and, and doing that. <laughs> this, I believe, was boarded by Sarah, Sarah Partington. Um, oh my gosh. I was going to say the monster. I remember Scott, the art director, was so happy that he was in there, but also sad because that's his favorite monster that he ever did on the show. And it's there for like five seconds. Yeah, he wanted it to be like a main, right? <laughs> he was like, he loved it so much. And then they kill him immediately. This is like, that was easy. And he's like, no, yes. that was my favorite one. Like, but I have an entire backstory. All of his adventures. Yeah. You see the little, little kitty there? Mm-hmm. Yes, I love the lighting in this show. Ah, <laughs> uh, so good. Really good. And I love this scene here, how she kind of does her little cat kind of. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I don't have time for you. I'm busy. I'm a woman on a mission. Yeah. Oh, and this just the rain, the rain outside. What a great little touch for her. Very moody. Yeah, love this. Does I remember she have pancake uh, MacGuffin on her wall. <laughs> Who is what? Pancake McGuffin? I was wondering if she had Pancake McGuffin as yeah. one of the cats on her wall. From, from uh, one uh, of our later episodes. The real, yeah. Nice. Look at this, look at how awesome she is. She's like, I'm just gonna like make a gauntlet. Cause <laughs> I can, that's how awesome I am. <laughs> oh, like a meanwhile horn, just doing horn oh, things. I love this moment. <laughs> oh yeah. It's so cute. It's so cute. Look at that. Like putting a paw on her face. I know. Forget it. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's all Sarah. Sarah is just so good at the little subtleties. Mm -hmm. And then everyone's favorite, Healthy. Yes. It's my favorite. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Did I do that right? Mm -hmm. No. (laughs) That sounds Uh, like the Pillsbury Dog. I'm going to take Dan's job, man. Look out, Dan. Season three, man. Let's do this. New voice actor in town.
I love I, that music too. It's just so perfect. Yeah. I think Mija has something to say about this scene right here. Oh yes. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you love the band. <laughs> Oh my god. I think it was like the van was the first thing I worked on when I was it the working interior? There. Yeah. So when you're getting notes about doing different types of painting, are they like, you know, we're going for this feeling or we're going for this emotion? Or like what is the process for that? Oh god. Well, we had some amazing color keys from Scott, and those were just perfect. I feel like that's the only thing he had to do where he's like, here's the color key understand the mood, understand what's happening from the animatic. And then he was pretty, I don't, I don't know, he, he trusted us. So it was pretty easy. Very cool, very cool. Molly, how would you note this scene? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, no notes. Oh, great. <laughs> I love the, the earnestness from Miko and also the earnestness from Ridley to some extent, like there's just, I guess that's that's one of the things that I love about the characters in the show is that everyone is unabashedly themselves. Yeah. Mm. And it comes out in this episode so much because you're rooting for, for someone you were rooting against in yeah. her last appearance. Mm. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, the fact that they just like want her to be their friend. That's what mm -hmm. I love about those guys, right? Like, they're just like, we want to be friends, you know? Like, mm -hmm. we want to be cool, right? And it's not like one of those kind of like cheap kind of like, we want everybody to be happy and friends. They're genuinely just kind of like, hey, come on, join us. You know, we want mm -hmm. you to be our friend. And then that's their relationship. I think, you know, Miko and Five, it just feels like very genuine in that way. I'm so happy with mm -hmm. that. I actually really love Mitch in this episode too. Oh, Mitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's just Don't get Mitch started. Uh -oh. He's my favorite Mitch. character, okay. <laughs> He's my favorite character too. <laughs> oh my God. We had Luke on, on, on the last one and it was so fun to see him. That's so Luke. Yeah. Luke is the best. Oh my God, away. And, yeah, he's like, he, he's like cool as Mitch and cool as Luke Youngblood. Like, how, That's awesome. so jealous. He's just super cool all around. I uh, see Garbile there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nailed it. Yeah. I like that high five to the tour guide. He's like, I have my little hat. I'm doing my little hand thing. He's like, over here, then look over here, then look over uh -huh. here. He loves it. I feel like he just, he is an includer. Like he wants people to feel included and a part of the group. He's so good at that. Miko yeah. too. You know, it's like, uh, you know, he's a good host, right? Like, mm -hmm. it's like when you have people over your house, you're just super stoked. You're like, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Look over here, look, I have this. And you know, why don't you help yourself out to that? Yeah, here's all our snacks. And then your dad shows up, then your dad shows up. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's, that's Phil right there, your dad. Yeah, I didn't say that you could uh, use the good fine china. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Use the plastic plates. Son. That's right. We, that's what we have Dixie cups for in Chinette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, th this scene was so much fun. I remember we were all like just kind of talking about this here and uh, how Ridley just kind of starts fixing there. But the way she does it by climbing on him <laughs> and like floating around, it's just so great. Yeah. It's also <laughs> one of my favorite gags. The reveal is one of my favorite games. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I am in stern lecture mode. Meanwhile, you just see this girl and this little uh, robot just flying around the room. I remember we talked about that Marlin in the back that Phil has, uh, like kind of glitching. Like that itself was just something he kind of propped up. Like he'd never even caught that Marlin. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> of course, just just Phil didn't uh, catch it. I was wondering. Marlin. I was wondering about that. It's like, I didn't realize he was a fisherman. I don't think I ever noticed that in his office before. Maybe Bit caught it for him. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> donuts. All the donuts, donuts, love donuts. <laughs> like, That's all it took. And you're hired. You're a glitch check. Yeah. You know, bring the magic yeah, donuts. They, <laughs> Miko and Five nearly died, but, you know, Ridley got in just by donuts. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really? 
you know, I'm gonna take some notes. Everybody has their thing. <laughs> I also love Ridley's little switch looking thing that she has around her. Yeah, it's so her. customized. That's uh, Mark so and cool. I, right? Yeah, Mark um, did that. Yeah. And this is a great callback to 103. Oh, yes. <laughs> yep. So funny. Yes, but she knows how to hack it. She's like, oh no, we're, we're not doing this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love it. It's like a little pacifier she put in his mouth. Oh, the speed of this is amazing. Uh, oh, and uh, this is another subtlety. The fact that she's eating chips like that, like, you know, in cartoons, like how often do you see like kids just chilling eating something? That's the kind of stuff that I love. It's just like these little mm -hmm. subtle moments like that. They feel like real kids and like they make me want to take a time machine to my teenhood to have this job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know that I would make the cut, but I could hope. Yeah. Uh -huh. We tried so hard to try to make this as close to that moment when Five and Miko power up for the first time in the pilot. Yeah. Even does like her final like finishing pose. It's like, aha, I am now, I am now a glitch tech. Yeah, yeah. Should I do sound effects? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this whole scene here is uh, Bill Jacobson and he's just about to go nuts in this scene. It's, mm -hmm. it's definitely one of my favorites. And then from there, I mean, the animators just love seeing these dynamic boards because then they get to kind of really have fun with it. Mm -hmm. And then we then have we another callback. Yeah, Smashosaurs. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Boom! <laughs> How that. awesome are they? Yeah. And I love Ridley's name too because she has her own little style. Of like, yeah, yeah, I wrote this myself. The <laughs> logo. Oh, this, this is awesome. That's Sarah. Sarah. That's Sarah, the <laughs> Easter egg of Sarah Partington, our board artist. And who was in the was, car? Yeah, that was uh, Mike, Micah, and Gabe Soir. Nice. Look at that. Uh, that's so cool. And it's impressive because they trust her. They're like, you're part of our team. Just, yeah. just do this. We know you can do it. We know you're good. Yeah. Look at that. I love how he burst out of that smoke like that. So cool. This whole scene. I want to be them. <laughs> Just dodging <laughs> I love that. That's such a like Warner, old Warner Brother cartoon kind of gag with her yeah. popping out of the car. It's like, I'm a huge sucker for that kind of stuff. And oh, boom. Yes. <laughs> yes. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. So Smooth in the hair. That signature sound. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I'd want to be friends with this guy. Be like, I, I know you're a jerk, but you're so cool, man. I feel like I would just be more like Ridley. Like, how can I destroy you? It's like, you have embarrassed <laughs> me. You have taken my XP. You will now be my mortal enemy. You are my nemesis. Yeah. That's because he steals people's glitches. Yeah, yeah. look at this. Yep. like shakes the band too for equal measure. It's like, come uh, on, man. <laughs> I love that. I think for most of the stuff that I've done, like even on Fanboy, like I always try to look for like these little isms for characters. And Boosh was something that came way early in the original first, first concept stuff that I had done of this character. Mitch looked completely different, but he definitely had the Boosh. <laughs> so I'm glad that's stuck. I still think every time my head, Boosh means I love you. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I just I, like that Ridley can game the system like immediately. She's not even part of it for yeah. five minutes and she's like, I got this. <laughs> yeah, I already figured all this out and I'm gonna win everything. Yeah, it's so good. But this is good too, because Five and Miko are starting to wonder, 
is this okay? Are we okay with this? You know, they have their doubts, which I think it's, it's good, but instead they go the other direction of, oh, but we're going to beat Mitch. Okay, then it's fine. It's like, yeah, uh, maybe not you guys. And the amount of effects that this show has. Oh my goodness. Tony Unser, I mean, just always outdid himself with all of these amazing effects. I mean, him and Mark, you know, I mean, if you look at, you know, we take it for granted, but those gauntlets, I mean, every time that they're doing something, there's just new icons on there, the UI, it's just like something different, something, but it's very specific. It's all very specific. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is madness. Uh, I can eat all this for breakfast, so lunch, and dinner. The yeah. amazing montage. I love all their kicks. All their kicks yeah. and all their shooting is so good. <laughs> Come on. Jamming <laughs> out. Yeah. So again, well, I know uh, Eric asked this earlier, but notes, was it just, hey, they're fighting glitches, it's fine? What are your notes for things like this? It's like explosions were okay. More explosions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for, for one, was, uh, oh, I haven't actually seen Overwatch yet. What what is this referencing in the background? <laughs> <laughs> I love how they walk. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're just ballers. <laughs> That's it. This was us trying to figure out how. You know, the early stages, Dan and I were like, okay, it's like, you know, Ghostbusters where they got to kind of unload the ghost, right? And that's what these guys, we figured this whole thing out of like, oh, right. They put their gauntlets in and that's how these glitches go into this thing. And it's kind of like this, the whole thing is like this big recycling kind of thing that happens and it cleans out all the plexels. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, we had this whole kind of theory on how this whole thing worked. Also, shout out to the board artists, Sarah and Phil and Sung and on the leaderboard. And also, Gruels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Nix is on there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this was real subtle. I remember talking about this in the note sessions of like exactly how he would pull her in, that it's not aggressive, but it's just enough, right? And then her kind of just coming back at him, which he's not used to. He definitely feels a bit uncomfortable. And then Miko and Five also uncomfortable thinking, maybe this was wrong. Misha, do you remember uh, what else you did in this episode? Oh boy. Yeah, every, every time I see one of mine, I'm like, did I do something wrong? <laughs> did I do something? <laughs> Is it color? Could I go change it? You're good. You're good now. <laughs> No, it's it's it is nice. It is nice. I think this is like beautiful beaches. But I mean, I don't know. That anxiety definitely like stayed until I saw it, and I was like, oh, pretty. Man, I love how Horn is an extension of like her kind of sensitivity and like horn is like her protector so she can yeah. stay contained as just ridley mm. be her her lone self mm -hmm. yeah we had to do a few retakes with all this color stuff going on here again this show gets pretty complicated with the art direction and color and mm -hmm. there were scenes that were coming back that that colors weren't matching so we definitely had to go back and make sure that all this was working I mean, even just with the visors, yeah. the visors alone are bananas because they have that whole, all the different squares, all the different colors. Amazing. Yeah, this was a lot of, this whole sequence here was a lot of work. Again, it's like if we did our job right, which I think we did, you're not noticing all the stuff, right? It just looks like, wow, that's cool. It turned out great. But it was a lot of work for us. Mm -hmm. I wish those glitches had come back. The weird clawed pig guys. <laughs> yeah. 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 This animation here is awesome. Like, oh, this is so great. Those weird one-eyed bats with teeth. It's like... <laughs> this is yeah. just bonkers. Oh, I and love when Phil comes out. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It's strange to see him in his element. Yeah. yeah. 
No one messes with its text. Well, when we do uh, the podcast for season three, oh no, no season three. Hey, you never know. <laughs> you never know. What about that Phil said. episode? <laughs> young Phil. Young I Phil. Love young Phil. Yeah. Young that was Phil such episode. a good one. Hey, as, as you and Dan had said before, you never know. You never know. We're going to leave that door open. Hey, I heard uh, Avatar is coming back. So Yeah, you know, see, I mean, 25 I, years later. I, I think they're going to do like an episode or two of Avatar, right? Like, yeah, that's, that's maybe something. a movie, maybe. Maybe a movie, I don't know. Anything could happen. That's right, that's right. Hey. Oh, that guy, yes. <laughs> Just hanging out. That's, that was our, our little runner. Is Phil's BFF? Yeah. That yeah. he stole from, uh, oh, I can't remember. Jean? Jean, Jean? yes. Yeah. Okay. I was about to say like her real name, but like, they had a coach from Glee. It's like, wait, no. Yes. <laughs> yep. How long? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Getting flashbacks to special lighting breakdowns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Like, yeah. What kind of breakdown? Yeah, I was like, yeah, I had a breakdown. <laughs> She's here every Friday night, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, their faces. faces. Even a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, this, this whole scene is awesome. Oh my goodness. Look at that. Look yes. at that. This is yeah. so cool. Yes. Look at the show so going on. That is a bonkers shot. Yeah. But all the tracks, that's the best part. Everything tracks. You're never going, I don't know what I'm looking at. You know exactly <clears throat> what you're seeing. Yeah. Well, I want to know what Hanobi games have those characters in them, but <laughs> other than true. that. <laughs> and here we go. Oh, this was so great too. Yeah, it's turned out great. Originally, we had to think this out because about Horn, right? Like Horn would get sucked up too, technically. I think we had to rework that because originally we weren't thinking about it and Horn wasn't getting sucked in. And then I think it was Ian, maybe I could be wrong, but I think it was Ian that would say, wouldn't Horn get sucked into that thing as well? And then we were like, oh no, yes, you're right. <laughs> like, we got to figure that out. And say porn. Yeah. It <laughs> sounds like an Ian thing. <laughs> yeah. Ian's awesome because he's always tracking. I mean, Ian's like always 10 steps ahead of everybody. He's always like pre planning. So, yeah, it was one of the things that we were missing because porn was still there and not being sucked into that. And then, yeah, we went ahead and added it, but also. We were able to save save porn at the same time. Mm -hmm. I mean, it adds drama Speaking to that mm -hmm. moment for sure. Speaking Again. of saving horn, this is about to be my favorite moment ever. I don't I don't know how to watch along. I'm like pre-watching. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Thinking about what's next. Yeah, what's that's all right. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, this guy. I, I, I love that you're eating popcorn while watching this, Molly. <laughs> 100%. Wish I was. I am so hungry. That was so mean. <laughs> I do wonder what Ridley would have done if he had tried. Oh my to goodness! Her mind. I'm just oh, yeah. like Mitch just exploding. We, I think we yeah. were like, yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> what does that device do? Is it just gonna be yeah. a puddle of goo? She she planted like oh. a device on him. He didn't know. <laughs> Look at that. It's Just... the hug push. I know. Yeah, it's no, very it gets me every time. He's not uh, used to human emotion. Yeah. So great. But it also shows his character. It's like, hey, you know, game recognized game. You're yeah, still well, pretty good. Again, this was setting us up for our season three episodes. And um, we did have this scene where Ridley and Mitch see each other and like they're old friends. Because obviously, like what we were trying to do is they continued a relationship after this episode so when they saw each other in an episode of season three they kind of even have like their own little you know kind of like handshake handshake right? kind of thing right so it's so cool because then it makes you wonder like oh man 
they've had some little adventures that we don't even know of. They're like texting one another and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, on other parts of Glitch Text, they're just going on their own side quests and like have their <laughs> yeah. own in jokes. And Miko Pipe, like, what are you talking about? It's like, don't worry about it. I love stuff like that. Like, uh, you know, again, you rarely, unless you're going for seasons and seasons, right? You rarely have those opportunities to do kind of like, you know, what's up with those characters, right? Like seeing, what was it? Nix and Bergie in mm -hmm. the Castlestein episode. Like in that beginning scene of them showing up together. I want to see them in an adventure, right? Just them alone and seeing how that goes. Just like it was fun to see Bergie and Five and collection quests, right? I would love an episode too, where it's like, what are they doing when they're not at work? When they're just, hey, let's just all go to the mall. Let's just all just go to the arcade. <laughs> yeah, let's just yeah. go all to the water park. Let's just go hang out, you know? Like, like at the school. game night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the game night episode. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. That was, that was a good one. Where they're all dressed in like their too. normal clothes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, Zara and, uh, five show up together yeah, yeah. it was so, a very subtle uh beat <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's so cool uh, yeah it took me a second to remember what you were talking about with the future ridley and mitch and then it flashed into my head and i was like oh that one That's yeah, right. that, that, yeah. That, that, that was a big episode that was a big one yeah. <laughs> that was our our uh Philippius big episode. Yeah. Won't say more about it, but just that was a big one. That was uh, a big one. Yeah. It was a good one. Future. Yeah, it so, is a good one. Molly, I, I want to ask you, because I have I do have notes questions because you know when you were because when you were working on, you know, Loud House and stuff, you know, because Loud House Glitch Tech's very different types of shows, you know, Loud House very realistic show with like younger kids taking place in Michigan. So there's things we always have to have, like, you know, seatbelts and helmets and all those different things. So I was wondering for a show like Glitch Techs where, you know, they're fighting creatures, so, and they're fighting glitches. So they're not really getting hurt, but there's still that peril there. What are some things that when you guys are watching it, you're having to say, hey, just make sure they're doing this, but maybe not this and things like that. So I, studied for this podcast by listening to the glitch modder podcast just to kind of get into that ridley spirit the glitch modder episode of this podcast and dan in that podcast brought up something i think it was dan who brought it up that it's like weapons need to look cartoony it was either dan or phil it's fine but it's clocking that weapons look cartoony, that they sound like blasts versus actual weapons. The more comical, the better. I think that's part of how Miko ended up with that giant hammer. It's <laughs> like that push of like, cause you know, we deal with standards and practices and they give their feedback. And then we want to work with the show team and make sure that we're not killing the creative vision because we don't want kids to do what they used to do when they watch Beavis and Butthead, for example which is why we have so many strict fire, rules fire. now. Yeah, it's the fire, fire. <laughs> and boy, howdy, did we find lighters in the early 90s because we were watching Beavis and Butthead. So we ruined that for everyone. Sorry about that. That's Xennials. <laughs> but for this, it's like, you know, it's making sure those sounds are there, making sure that we err on the side of comedy versus, you know, something that looks like it could be a real death. Because we're basing so much of this world in the world of video games that existed as kind of a safety net in terms of how we could talk, uh, not necessarily argue with S&P, but go, hey, it's a video game. Hey, everything is bright pink, you know, um, <laughs> or it turns green. There are flashes of lights. It's fine. But it is monitoring that and making sure, I know one of the things that we've talked about before with this is making sure that the music doesn't feel too intense and scary. It just sounds fun and like active and it almost cheats the idea that they're going to win. So as long as our heroes win and who they're killing are pixels, 
we're fine. Sorry, Plixels, but yes. <laughs> cool, thanks for that. Yeah, because I'm, I'm always just curious. Is uh, Obviously that's uh, SMP, but like, are, are they getting a little bit more lenient with that stuff being that like kids are now playing games that are a little bit more uh, aggressive or scary, right? You know, I know my son plays like, you know, obviously, you know, what kid doesn't like Fortnite and what have you. And then you have, you know, those kind of kid kind of horror ones like Hello Neighbor that are a lot more creepier. Obviously that's a whole different thing than standards and practice for TV, but do you feel that they're getting a little more lenient with that? I think the counter to that is, unfortunately, the number of school shootings being what they are, it's always the weaponry that we have to be more cautious mm. about. So like, if you have a giant cannon on your shoulder with no trigger, and it's cartoony, that seems to be fine. But right. if you have anything that looks like a weapon someone would actually be able to obtain, that's where the line is constantly drawn. Right, right. But, you know, it's that balance, right? If you can make it funny and you can make sure it's clear that no one's getting hurt and it's completely not imitable, those are the boxes to check. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tall order. I'm like, I'm like well, they already can't fight video game glitches. Okay. Yep. 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 Yeah. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's on the shoes. Yeah. So. <laughs> Thank goodness we made a show like this where we can just pixelize a bunch of absurd, like, uh, <laughs> weapons, right? Yeah, the goofier, the better. <laughs> yeah. And I like that you mentioned the magnets on the shoes, because that is something that we talked about that uh, someone had mentioned, like, yeah, as long as their her shoes are magnetized, she's holding on, she's safe, Miko's all right. We're all yeah. good. <laughs> that was a funny conversation. It was truly like, but her, but like, it's through the gauntlet. She has magnets on her shoes. Can we make that clear? Hey guys, uh, can you add the word magnet to her gauntlet? Great. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> and done. <laughs> oh man, that's great. That's that's really good to know. And it's it's good to know. And it's good for, you know, future showrunners out there, directors, board artists, artists in general, production folks. These are the kinds of things to think about, especially if you're working on a show that's for, you know, kids like six to twelve or six to fourteen or younger. So good considerations and then also like fun ways to be able to have you know an action-packed show but still have everything that you want in it note to self good and <laughs> <laughs> well, you know <laughs> <laughs> no well you know there's always these things i mean it's funny right molly because sometimes you get away with stuff other times you just don't right it just depends on the day and the person, you know, and standards and practice that you're working with. And some things, yeah, some things can pass. And for other reasons, some things don't. So I don't it's know. It's wild too. Sometimes things bite you in the butt that might've passed the first go round. It's, you know, when, if something happens in world news or, you know, a pandemic starts suddenly all of episodes where someone sneezes onto another character, it's like, oh, we can't show this episode. And it may have nothing to do with anything. And it's just that one beat in that one episode. And it's that, you know, we do our best to make cartoons. The second you have real people as the characters, it becomes a different set of rules. And yeah. then it's, it's that if anything happens in the real world, oh no. I was no. working on an action show during 9-11. And I remember that show had this explosion happen in New York City. And that was like exactly around that time. And so that whole episode got pulled completely. Wow. It wasn't even like, hey, let's edit this out. It was just like, nope, that whole episode is gone. So you're right. It just depends on where we are at in the world. And, you know, it's constantly evolving and things are changing. Things we couldn't, you know, we thought were fine last year, definitely not fine this year. <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah. actually that leads to a good tip for creators is when you're creating a world create your own world because you know you have in-game 
video game characters and heroes and what have you in this. And so there's never going to be like a, hey guys, we have to get rid of Unicorp because that's a, a real thing that just destroyed the stock market. And so, you know, we got the rights for this one episode, but now you have to pull the episode because it's connected to this thing. So you're better off just kind of creating everything of your own world and then you can use those names and places as much as you want. Yeah. It actually reminds me of Pete and Pete, how sort of FedEx they had Crebex and then Kreb and Donuts and they just had the word Kreb for every single brand and they just had it throughout the entire run of the show. And you knew yeah. exactly what it was, <laughs> but it was their own thing. So they could just do whatever with it. Yep, yep, that's the way to do it. Mm -hmm. Make up stuff, you know, yep. use people's names only backwards. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, was it Mr. Mixelplix was his name? So uh. yeah, just fun things. <laughs> awesome. Well, this has been wonderful having all of you on the show again, talking about this, talking about our girl Ridley. She's great. So now we're getting into projects and where people can find you and check out your work and all the cool things that you're doing. So Eric, we'll start with you. Where can people find you and what are you currently working on? People can find me at home currently. <laughs> We're still in this pandemic as this is being recorded. Uh, no, they can find me on Instagram under Robles. That's four R's, uh, Robles. So you got to roll your R's, O-B-L-E-S. You can find me on Twitter under legit Eric Robles. Thank you, Dan, for that. And you can find me, I guess, on Facebook under Eric Robles. Awesome. And what am I up to? I'm, yeah. I got a few projects uh, happening right now that I'm very excited about in, in uh, development. So uh, we'll see. All right. Well, hopefully, you know, as soon as those hit, let us know so we can say, and this is what's going on. Yeah. For this. <laughs> very soon, very soon. And Molly, what are you currently working on and where can people find you? I am working on ending the anxiety of being at home for a year. So I was trying to go off Eric's joke. I got nothing. Um, <laughs> no, I, I giggled just now. I was giggling. I was like, yeah, yeah. I that was it. a courtesy giggle. No, I was like, yeah, me too. That's, that's how I feel. I'm working on my comedy set. Let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. here. Oh, see, I got that, that was a, thank you, thank you. So I am still network executiving at Nickelodeon. I'm the executive in charge of the Rugrats reboot, which will be airing this spring on Paramount Plus, which is very exciting and I cannot wait for folks to watch it. And I can be found, but I will not accept requests on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> But you can find me on my very public trash Twitter, which is at Mall Frylock. That's M-O-L-L -L, and then Frylock as in the Aqua Teen Hunger Force character because it's the closest pronunciation to my name anyone ever gets. Um, and <laughs> you can see my hot takes on, lately it's been re-watching commercials from the 90s on YouTube. Oh, that sounds fun. Talking, <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. That's really all I do is, is that and I retweet things. Nice. Ooh. Hey, man, I love old, old school commercials and parodies. I've been watching WandaVision, so been loving all the commercials and that. That's just, it shows a little bit too real. <laughs> so. Apparently there are Easter eggs in all of them too. I don't, I gotta uh, get more into Marvel, man. It's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I, I'm very guilty. Oh, actually, yeah. I'm very guilty of not finishing uh, WandaVision yet. I was actually watching it today. Oh, hey, well, when, when you do, we will chat. I yes. want to hear your thoughts. Oh, let's so. have a Glitch Text podcast on WandaVision. That's right. That's right. The Glitch Text hot <laughs> takes on other things that we love. Not only do we love Glitch Text, but we also love other media, such as. I'm not mad at this concept. <laughs> we might just need to have our own conversation. This just sounds good. Awesome. Thank you, Molly. Thank you, Molly. And Emma, what are you working on and where can people find you? I am currently working at Netflix Animation on a show called My Dad the Bounty Hunter, which is a very exciting sci-fi action comedy show. And you can find me on Instagram at my art Instagram. The username is Emma and my last name A-Y-A-U. 
at oh that's it there's no ad <laughs> there's not anything after that <laughs> emma awesome. i out on instagram that's thank that you, thank you yeah and we'll have all this in the show notes too so people okay cool able to check that out yeah. very cool and then Nietzsche, what are you up to and where can people find you yeah so plot twist i'm not doing background painting anymore what? More of like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know guys I know <laughs> but yeah I'm doing storyboarding it's actually funny because this episode was the I think the one and only that I had asked Eric if I could join in and watch as you guys reviewed it I don't know if you remember Eric yeah uh, yeah yeah of course yeah and it, it was funny because yeah it was the episode that kind of opened up my my mind into what like story could be and I think yeah I think that's when I was seriously like looking for like to change the track and like going to like more of a story world I guess multi-talented um, multi-talented uh, cool. yes I mean I'm trying <laughs> paint uh, draws just lay out <laughs> but yeah my Instagram is nietzsche.here <laughs> so you can check out all of her art and all right. Well, again, it is, as always, it's just a delight having all of you here and getting to talk to you and getting to share this episode with all of you and having you guys contribute all of all the wonderful things that went in behind the scenes and all of our favorite moments and just learning that Molly and Miche love Mitch as the character. That's always awesome. And also Team Ridley <laughs> for the win. So until next time, everybody out there, be safe, be happy. We hope you have a great evening. And looking forward to our next episode. Night, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.